sang this song to me. There was a message in his melody, sweetest lyrics that I ever heard. There's a message in the songs of birds. Tomorrow is another day. Living is the only way. Tomorrow's gonna ever come. Listen to the words of the song. Everything gonna be alright. Everything is gonna be. Greetings to those of you who are watching this live and to those of you who are watching it as it's being replayed on our various social media challenge, a social media challenge, excuse me, I can't talk today, social media channels. So I want to thank you guys for joining us. I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, the Empowerment Doctor, and you are at the A Sip of Inspiration podcast. Joining me today is Sanjeev Nadi. I hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. He is got some great things going on. He's, we're going to talk about his app, his books, and all the things that he has discovered and invented to help you change your life. And they all these are actually things that he used to change his life too. So that is going to make it very interesting. As usual, you know, you can put some comments in the uh, on Facebook because I'm watching my Facebook as we go. Uh, you can put it through StreamYard if you want to, and we'll take those questions too. Uh, also, I have to do some housekeeping. As you all know, I'm really poor at that. Uh, if you're watching this, you're watching this live on my Facebook page and on my personal Facebook page and on YouTube. Thank you for that. Uh, ChampagneConnection.com is the website if you want to see past episodes as well as this episode and you don't want to go through YouTube. But while you're there, there's some merchandise there too. So be sure that you pick up some merchandise so that you too can can broadcast all the great things that are happening on the Champagne Connection. So with that being said, I want to introduce my guest today. I want to tell you a little bit about him. So his journey is incredibly exciting because he has been able to help others live a healthy life and fulfill their life. And one of the ways that he actually lives his passion is through the founding of an app, L-U-V-O. Okay, that's the app, all capital letters. So if you're looking for it, go out and look for it now. It's out there. I actually downloaded it. And it's a pretty cool app. So I want to have him talk to us about the app, not only about the app, but he is the author of The Man with Zero Talent, How I Reinvented Myself, Renewed My Zest for Living, and Rediscovered Lasting purpose. So with that being said, welcome to A Sip of Inspiration. I am so glad to have you here today. Thank you very much, Stephanie, for such a nice introduction. <laughs> you know, I'm more than happy to hear all these. And uh, I am more than happy that your audience will be able to take some useful tips and information from our conversation. Yes, I'm sure there will be because you are incredibly interesting. I didn't even mention the pharmacist part either. So, okay. So, so let's get started. Um, let's talk about the app. So what was the science behind your app? And how, how long did it take you to create that? Because I'm wondering what was going on that you decided that you this needed to be an app? Because I know sometimes our dreams just tap us on the shoulder. So what was the experience like for you and what can we learn from the app? So I launched uh, the app, which is called Lobo in 2022. And this app is an extension of my book, The Man with Zero Talent. So once I published my book, you know, I wanted to reach more audience. So I thought, you know, app is a way that I can reach a bigger audience because nowadays, you know, it's easier to connect with audience, you know, through apps. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there are definitely, you know, practical tips, you know, which users can use in that app. Because, you know, this Luvo app is not a meditation app, you know, it's kind of a, you know, overall health and wellness. So we have, you know, taken a holistic approach in this app. 
So the first category in this app is meditation. And just to clarify the myth that most of the people have that meditation is, you know, related to religion. You know, meditation has nothing to do with religion. You know, people think, oh, I don't want to, to be a Buddhist or I don't want to be a Hindu. Right. You know, meditation is basically a form of exercise tailored specifically for your brain. Now, you know, we all go to schools. We have learned, you know, math. We have learned science. We know how to talk. But nobody taught us how to focus and concentrate. That's and true. that is the first skill which is needed to accomplish anything in this life. Now, Stephanie, you can be an artist. You can be a professor. You can be a scientist. You can be an athlete. You can be a musician. If you are not able to focus or concentrate, you cannot accomplish anything. That is true. So on your so on the meditation part, so I want to repeat that again is that to meditate doesn't require you to be a member or a believer in any religion, okay? Because I meditate and I don't and I I meditate all the time and I have found that as you said, uh, that's when your creativity sort of comes alive or uh, and when people talk about things just begin to happen for you, that's one of the things that you do to help those things start to happen for you. So what form of meditations do you recommend? Because, uh, you know, there are a lot of ways to meditate. So people think it's all it's always sitting in a in a lotus position with your fingers and saying, ah, there are so many ways to meditate to it is unreal. So what are some of your favorite ways? And then or your app, Luvo, uh, which uh, form of meditation works best with it, if there's such a thing? <laughs> okay. So definitely, it's a very good question. The first, you know, myth which I wanted to, you know, eradicate or clarify is that you don't have to sit in a lotus position. It means if you can, which is fine. But if you cannot, that is fine too. You can sit in a chair, you can sit in your bed too, but I don't recommend sitting in the bed because, you know, then you have the tendency to sleep. So true. <laughs> so we don't want, you know, you to sleep, you know, we want you to be in a relaxed state. So if you wanted to sit in a chair or sofa, which is absolutely fine, the only thing you have to take care of is your back is straight or your spine. As long as that is straight, you know, you should be able to sit in any position as long as it is comfortable. Means if you wanted to, you know, lie down again, that is also fine, but not in the bed. Because the whole purpose of, you know, keeping your spine straight is all the communication between your brain and your body is happening through the spinal cord. So we want that communication to keep going when you are meditating. Because, you know, this body and mind are interconnected. It's not two separate entities. All the communication between brain and body is happening through hormones, through electrical and chemical signals, and through neurotransmitters. So, you know, these are all linked. So we have to make sure, you know, we are sitting in a right position. Uh, coming back to, you know, what kind of meditation? Again, you know, I'm not a trained meditator. I have learned through myself and through my own experience. And, you know, when I was learning it, or, you know, when, you know, a couple of years back, I never had the intention to do meditation. Oh. You know, why should I meditate when I am happy and peaceful and everything is going fine? You know, people meditate or people come to meditation or mindfulness as, you know, which is more the right term which is used in Western culture, you know, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you see that it, it's the same thing, you can, you know, use meditation, you can use mindfulness, you can use a hypnosis, you can use transcendental meditation, 
you know, the purpose of all this is highlight and state of mind. So, uh, so walking meditation has become popular uh, lately. So what difference is that than in walking meditation as opposed to some of the other meditations? There is no difference. You can do what is what you are comfortable with. You know, that's the whole purpose. Our intention is not to become a monk. Our intention is to live a life which is happy, healthy, and peaceful. If you are comfortable doing walking meditation, which is absolutely fine, because, you know, one formula does not fit everyone. If I say, okay, you know, these are the things which I have done, you have to follow these things, which is not right. You have to find your own, you know, comfort in a place which is right for you, which fits your schedule, and you are able to do it every single day. Even if it is not every single day, at least, you know, four or five days a week. And, you know, in our app, we have used different kinds of meditation. Like we have guided meditation. We have unguided meditation. And, you know, in this unguided meditation, when you download the app, there is nine questions. And you have to answer those questions. Depending upon those, you know, you answer the questions, the mm -hmm. algorithm will decide in which level of meditation you are. So there is several levels of meditation. And, you know, if you see it, it goes from, you know, root chakra to crown chakra. So it's seven levels. Suppose if you are in the third level, you will start your meditation from there. And there are seven days. Every seven days, you move to the higher levels. And when you move to the higher level, the color of the app is going to change at the same time. So we have seven vibrant colors in this app. So, you know, imagine that, you know, you are changing the level, the app color is changing from green to orange to blue to violet, you know, and what we say that, you know, it definitely enhances your meditation, but it gives positivity in your life. Mm -hmm. And then we have live sessions. We have live meditation. We have live guided yoga nidra meditation. So these are live sessions which are, which are done by experienced coaches. So it's not that, you know, somebody is pre-recording it and, you know, putting it, the coach is live in front of you. They will teach you how to do it. Once the session is done, you can interact with the coaches. Like you have any questions, you can have, you know, one-to-one -one conversation. You can put your questions, okay, why did you do this way? Or, you know, what should I do to concentrate or focus better? So it gives them a platform to interact with the coaches. And, you know, the best part is everything is free. <laughs> yes, it is. it is a free app. Yes, it is. And it really is fun uh, when you see the chakras and they, they change colors. So for those of you who are listening, it really is a pretty cool app. So... I know breathing is incredibly important in meditation. So are there any special ways to breathe or is there any breathing technique that your app likes better over others? Because you know, some there's a three, one, there's a six, three, there's a seven, one breathing, there's all kind of breathing. So which breathe, so, so I don't want people to think that they have to use one particular kind of breathing, but which one works best do you think? Again, you know, it's it's a tricky question, you know, which kind of breathing is right. But we have four kinds of breathing in our app. So one is the equal breathing, okay. like you inhale for, you know, six seconds, and then you exhale out for six seconds. Then we have, um, you know, relaxed breathing where you inhale for, I think it's three, seven, and one, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the most popular one, you know, which has been used for a long time, and it has been used by U.S. Navy SEALs, is the box breathing, which is four inhale, four hold, four exhale, and four hold. 
So that is the most common one, you know, and the research to, you know, says that, you know, that is more effective. It has been taught to the U.S. Navy SEAL. So that definitely there is some kind of, you know, explanation which says, you know, this is the best one. Again, the choice is up to you. Like, you know, we have four choices. You can use the way, you know, you wanted to, you know, breathe. We do have the fourth one, which is called a breathe with music. Okay. So, you know, there is a music playing and the person is breathing, you know, in that music and you can breathe with the music, you know, because it's kind of a different variety to have a different choice. And I haven't seen, you know, this in any other app. So I thought, okay, you know, this seems different. Mm -hmm. And uh, and maybe, you know, it is useful for, you know, some of the people. So, you know, as you said, you know, breathing is the clearest indicator of, you know, how our mind and body is working. If we are able to, you know, have a relaxed breathing, definitely, you know, the mind can become, you know, calm and relaxed. And, the, and your breathing does tend to get better or even change and more relaxed the more you meditate. So meditation actually helps with the breathing too. Uh, as a matter of fact, that was one of the first things I discovered. And I thought that was really interesting. I said, oh man, I was really excited. It's like, so what else is going to change? Uh, and you'll find that uh, as the chakras change, you'll actually, once you do it long enough, you'll be able to feel the changes going on subtly. But if you don't ever, it's not required to. So uh, I just don't want people to put too much pressure on meditation. Like you say, just sit, find a quiet place, sit still, and just be quiet so that your body can instruct you as to what to do. And this app does a good job. So I think the app is fantastic for that. So as you're doing your measurements and people are meditating, um, do you measure like, you know, maybe sometimes people are dehydrated. Does it, uh, is there, are there instructions about how much water you should drink or things like that for them to have a successful meditation session? Yes. Like, you know, meditation was one part in this app. So there are different sections in the app. So water intake is kind of the second thing which is in the app. So the app is going to remind you every, you know, one or two hours or three hours the way you selected to drink enough water. Because, you know, our body and brain is made up of 60 to 70 percent of water. And if you are not, you know, rehydrating yourself with enough water, you can become dehydrated and dehydration can lead to anxiety and depression. And it can definitely lead to other elements at the same time. But, you know, so this is a way to remind yourself to hydrate because we live in cold countries. And, you know, when it is, you know, cold and winter, we sometimes, you know, forget to drink enough water. And, you know, what I recommend is between, you know, eight to 10 glasses of water every day, you know, in the summertime. And again, it, it varies from people to people. If you're doing some physical activity, then definitely you need more water. But on an average, you can say, you know, between, you know, two liters approximately, you know, you, you have to supplement yourself with water. And you need the water whether you're meditating or not, but you really do need the water. That's true. Uh, uh, yes, because not drinking enough water is amazing uh, how fatigued you become, how quickly you become fatigued and everything else. And uh, even I found in my case how sort of agitated I can become. And it's be generally because, oh, my God, I didn't drink enough water. My body is trying to get my attention. And your body will try to get your attention in different ways because it needs water. So uh, tell us about your book. I thought the title was interesting. So uh so why that title? How did you come up with the title? And and the, the book is uh, The Man with Zero Talent, How I Reinvented Myself, Renewed My Zest for Living, and Rediscovered Lasting Purpose. And it is available on Amazon. So how did you decide that title? That title is really interesting. 
I don't know whether it's interesting or not, um, but the title does not signify what I have written in the book. Like, you know, the man with the zero tech, uh, you know, talent signifies that no human being is born talented. When we are born, we are all empty slaves. But, you know, anybody can change their life and make their life a masterpiece. You know, the choice is always to every individual how they wanted to change their life. So, you know, I never had the intention of writing the book or making an ad or doing anything what I am doing today. I will say, you know, it is the grace of the God who has put me in a difficult situation that I don't have any choice. But at that time, you know, I was definitely thinking, you know, why God is punishing me? You know, as with most human being, you know, if something difficult or challenging happens, we always think, you know, why this is happening to me? You know, what I have done wrong? But, you know, when you are going through a difficult situation, there is an opportunity and a challenge. Why opportunity? Because, you know, you can change your life upside down. You can make yourself, you know, who you want to become. You know, from that situation, you know, when I was struggling from 2013 to 2016, I did not know what to do in my life. And each passing day, I was drowning more and more. And I have to find a way out. And I was not able to find a way out because, you know, in spite of being a pharmacist, I did not know what to do. And once I started changing my life, it took me three years to figure out, okay, this is the process because I did not have the roadmap or what should I do? Once I was able to figure a clear cut roadmap in three years, you know, I thought of writing the book. And, uh, so that you know people can benefit from my experience again you know if you are more than willing to spend the years you know go ahead and spend three years you know finding what is the right ways and how you can change or you can take a shortcut and i'm not saying you know read my book you know you can read you know anybody's book and you can they can read your book because you know i was again you know interested by the title of your book at the same time you know, creating a masterpiece from a master mess. You know, that this title, you know, fits exactly for me. You know, if I say frankly, <laughs> because I have to create everything from the mess to a masterpiece. Because, you know, I was at the rock bottom. You cannot be below that. So once you start building from that, you know, you know that who you are actually. So it's the same thing, you know, I did not start meditation because I wanted to do it. I was left with no choice because our mind are very restless. And it's with every human being. This mind is very powerful, but very restless at the same time. And this mind can be compared to a drunken monkey. You know, the monkey, who can make your life a nightmare because you know the job of the monkey is to jump from one tree to another without any purpose same thing with the mind mm -hmm. jumping right. from one part to the other part without any reason or purpose but the same mind when controlled and subdued can make your life you know a masterpiece so again the choice is up to us and as you are aware that you know, we go through 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Mm -hmm. And 90% of these thoughts are the same as the day before. Yes. And most of these thoughts are negative. Yes. So same thing was happening with me and same thing happens with most of the people. If something difficult situation comes, you know, in your life, you are kind of, you know, repeating the same thought over and over again and you cripple your life. So what is the way out? 
So I find out, okay, meditation is one of the ways you can control your restless mind. So, you know, I have done an extensive research about meditation because I wanted to find the scientific explanation. Because if I say to any of your users, you know, do meditation, they will say, why? Because, you know, nobody wants to, you know, sit in a lotus position or sit in any position and, you know, sit for 10 minutes because it's kind of, a, you know, becomes a monotonous work after some time. You know, you are just sitting with no noise in a calm place, <laughs> which you are not, you know, ever used to do it. So <laughs> how can you do it now? Yeah. So, so you have to find the scientific reason, okay, what is happening inside me? So, you know, I started researching a lot about, you know, meditation and, uh, you know, I can explain scientifically, you know, what does meditation do in our brain? Because until and unless people know, you know, how it is affecting them, how it is changing them, then it becomes, you know, easier for them to change because knowledge is power. And what we are doing now is sharing our knowledge sharing that how we failed, how we were at the rock bottom, and how we are able to come up. And, you know, like, I don't say that, you know, we are anything special, but we have done our homework. We have put out our efforts to come this far. And the purpose of, you know, me being here and you being here is to help other people see, okay, what is possible for them. Mm -hmm. Because every human being has endless or limitless possibilities. Yes. Now, the choice is up to us whether you want to tap to, the, to those limitless possibilities. I did not know how to tap into those possibilities. You know, in spite of being a pharmacist, I did not know that. But once I know it, I wanted to share it with other people. You know, this is the way you can, you know, tap into your inner potential. And you don't have to be talented. And frankly speaking, from my childhood till, you know, 37, of, 37 years of age, you know, I was average. Average in studies, average in sports, fearful or I say dreadful of public speaking. If somebody would have given me a million dollars, you know, five years back, that, you know, you have to just give a presentation for 15 minutes, just 15 minutes will give you a million dollars. I would have said, no, it's not my piece of cake. You know, I cannot do it. But see the change from that, you know, from those five years that, you know, I have now changed so much. And I'm able to, you know, speak comfortably and confidently in front of, you know, other people. Mm -hmm. So change definitely takes time, but it is possible. So, so, you know, meditation is one part of that book, but I have implemented other things at the same time. Because, you know, meditation only is not going to change your life. If I say any of your listeners, okay, do meditation and it is going to change your life upside down, which is not possible. You have to implement other things like exercise. When I started, you know, my transformation, you know, once I started meditation, I started walking. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to walk five minutes, that leads to, you know, 10 minutes, then 30 yeah. minutes, and then I was walking 45 minutes. And after the year, what happened? My body told me, now you can jog. Yep. And once my body told me I can jog, I set up a goal that I wanted to run a mile with my son. My son was at sixth grade and he has to run a mile in his school. So I thought, you know, why shouldn't I run a mile with him? And, you know, I am the person who has never run a mile in his whole life. So, so, you know, it was a small goal. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it makes me positive. It, it helps me, you know, move in the right direction. Because once you have a goal, you cannot think negative. You have to think positive. 
And, you know, once I set that goal, I started, you know, practicing it. Once I have, you know, ran my first mile, I thought I can do, you know, something big. Then I enrolled myself for a half marathon. And after four practice run, you know, I just went there. I ran my half marathon and it completely changed my life from there. I was a completely different person. And uh, I never went, I never wanted to go back to that, you know, negativity again, because it's a very bad place. And, and I can relate to any of your listeners who are there or who have been there because, you know, I was myself there. So, you know, when you have experienced yourself, it's easier to connect with anybody else. Yes, it is. Uh, and for those who are listening, meditation does take a lot of different forms. And you will find in your own practice that when you start to meditate, that the way you meditate will, will morph into other methods of meditation, too. Uh, you'll be more willing to try other things. Um, and I remember reading something by Michael Singer. Uh, all of his success came through just meditating, just sitting still. And it's amazing how ideas, once you, it's like once you clear the clouds or the brush or whatever you want to call it that's in your mind and get that quiet place, it is amazing the ideas that come to you. And um, my last book was almost an order from the universe that I'm listening to and said, hey, you're going to do this. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then the next time it's like, yeah, you're going to do this. It's like, oh, 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 finally I did it. So I sometimes you'll be surprised what ideas pop up. So for those of you who think that sometimes when you meditate, it's all just boring and terrible. It's not. It's comfortable. It's calm. Sometimes nothing happens but quietness, but sometimes those ideas just come. And they may not come when you're meditating per se, but they start to come. And they're things that you do. And then all of a sudden, as Sanji says, your, your life starts to change. And then you can't really put your finger on where the change started. You just know it's changing. And once you start it, you can't stop. And do it anywhere you want to do it, how you want to do it. His app is really good, has really, is a really good guide, but you can create your own too. <laughs> so now that you're on this path with the app, so, and you've got everyone meditating what if some people what is some of the feedback you've heard from people who are using your app um means there is definitely you know good feedback as well as uh you know not so much good feedback like you know like what i'm getting reviews is most of them are positive mm -hmm. but you know last week only i got a review that this is not in french or spanish like, you know, this app is only in English. Now it's hard to cater to all the audience, you know, like I'm right now struggling to, you know, promote my app, but having in different languages is kind of, you know, difficult. So that was kind of, you know, one of the, you know, not so positive reviews. But other than that, you know, people are liking the app because there are so many features. Like, you know, we only talked about meditation and water intake we do have exercise. Like the app is going to measure the number of steps you take, how many calories burned and the distance traveled. And it will give you a graphical rep representation, like, you know, daily, how many steps, weekly, monthly, and yearly. So you have a chart, how many steps you are taking, you know, per week, you know, monthly wise at the same time. Then if you want to connect your smartwatch, like your Apple watch okay. or your Fitbit, or your, um, you know, Garmin watch to the app, you can connect, you know, your smartwatch to the app. So you can get all the data from the watch to the app. So you don't have to okay. look in two different, you know, apps, you are able to get all the information in one platform. Then we have sleep analysis, like if you're not able to sleep properly, uh, you know, the app is you know, going to measure your light sleep, deep sleep, REM sleep. 
and you know you can get the same data from your you know any smartwatch you know whatever you are wearing it so you know you know how well you are sleeping because sleeping is again very crucial for our you know mental as well as physical health you know one night of bad sleep you know can change your life upside down and again you know this brain is so much complicated like we are able to find a little bit in the last one or two decades but still we don't know you know what is happening inside the brain right like you know when we sleep you know what is happening we don't know you know some of the uh you know morning you wake up you know you should be you know refreshed and energized but still you feel up you know moody or you know um you know like foggy and you don't know the reason because you don't know whether in the sleep you did not get enough oxygen or you know the waste which was you know in the brain is not able to excrete from the brain because you know there is a cerebrospinal fluid you know which cleans the brain at the same time you know when you're sleeping so again you know we don't know all the factors but again sleep is very crucial uh, then we have gratitude as you know that you know gratitude is something which i definitely you know emphasize that you know we all have to cultivate it it doesn't come you know at least naturally to me like you know we have to build a habit of gratitude you know like we should be grateful for so many things in our life like you know i am sitting in front of you you know it means you know i have a house you know i have a laptop you know i'm wearing a good shirt and tie so there are so many things which we should be grateful for but you know what is the natural tendency of the human being is we see the negative side of our life most of the people you know stephanie if you see they are happy with 90% of their life only 10% they are not happy and we, we hit our heart we hit our head only for these 10% you know why i don't have these things you know see at the things which you have you know be grateful for what you have and you know the app has a section you can mention you know what you are grateful for you know on that particular day and you can build on that you know there are different things we should be grateful for you know having a family having a spouse you know having a job there are so many things and you know that's how we can build positivity and that's how we can you know spread humanity because again that is very important because you cannot live a happy life thinking only about yourself yes and uh there's been a lot of research done on on the benefits of gratitude also and we talk about it a lot on this show it's like it improves your health it lowers it lowers us uh, stress it lowers high blood pressure um it it actually helps with weight loss. It's just amazing how wonderful gratitude is. And we do spend a lot of time in the negative. And there's been research there too that says uh, out of all of the negative things you think about, less than 1% of those things happen. So we're wasting all of this time worrying about what could happen. And in my, in my book, uh, Creating a Masterpiece from a Master Mess, gratitude was one of the things that I used when I was homeless to rebuild my life. So I challenge everyone, if you can find one thing a day to be grateful for, and I don't allow you to repeat, okay? It's got to be something different every day because every day looks different. I'm sorry. It just does, okay? So if you do one thing, if you just write down one thing every day, at the end of the year, you would have 365 different instances in which you were grateful. And that's powerful in itself. Now, if you're working with me as a coach, you know you've got to find 10 things every day. But if it's not, since you're listening, you find one. Gratitude is so, so important. And I think that that's a great feature on your app where people can actually list some things that they're grateful for so that they can keep up with it. Because we don't remember what happened 30 days ago that made us smile. We don't remember. That's why you have to write it down. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, forgiveness. How does that work in, in your app? Or do you have a section on forgiveness? 
I know. You're not grateful enough, so you know we're not forgiven enough, right? Yeah. means we don't have anything for forgiveness, but definitely, you know, gratitude and forgiveness, it's the same side of, you know, the coin. So you can use the same thing. Um, but there is nothing, you know, for forgiveness. And again, you know, sometimes it becomes, you know, hard and challenging because if somebody has done, you know, something bad to you, you know, it can be people, it can be different circumstances, you know, holding on to that situation or, or to that people doesn't, you know, give you anything. The first thing is, you know, you are, you know, you are kind of, uh, you know, changing your own or, you know, yes. affecting your own health. Yes. The other person doesn't know what you are thinking. And by thinking it over and over, you know, you are changing, you know, you are damaging your own health because which is not, you know, helpful to you. So, so it's better that you can, you know, forgive that person and move on. Yes. And it does take some time for those people who are listening. So, uh, there is a method called the Sedona method. So if you're not ready to forgive today, ask yourself in a mirror, when will you be ready to forgive that person? And you will get an answer. Write that date down and then go back and do your forgiveness work. But we can't hold on to old things and expect to move forward to discover the life that you really meant to live. And um, so... That's very important, you guys, along with gratitude and along with meditation. Uh, I think if you start your day in meditation and end your day in meditation, a lot of the stuff will come up for you and you'll be able to actually take care of it at that point. So what have some of your revelations been through meditation? Um, means there are quite a few like when you know i started meditation you know in 2017 i started it um you know i was not able to keep a single thought and some of the days you know it's still hard to keep a single thought for a long you know time because you know this mind cannot have a single thought for a long time and it cannot think about multiple things at the same time so, so, you know, initially, you know, it was very hard, but, you know, after six to eight weeks of meditation, I was able to feel calmer, you know, more relaxed. And uh, when I, you know, dive deep into, okay, what is happening inside my brain? So, you know, there is a scientist with the name of Sarah Lazar. She's a neuroscientist in Harvard Medical School. And she found out that eight weeks of meditation decreases the electrical activity in amygdala. So amygdala is an almond-shaped structure in our brain, which is there for processing our emotions, or it is called the fight-or-flight response. And when this amygdala, you know, uh, shrinks, uh, it correlates to less worry, anxiety, and fear. And what was more astonishing is you know, when the size and the volume of amygdala decreases, in spite of the people living in the same environment, they feel calmer and more happier. So, you know, this is one of the you know, effects or benefits of meditation that it makes you less fearful. As you are aware that fear is the number one reason of not doing the things which we think is right for us. Fear leads to doubt, and doubt leads to indecision. You know, fear is something which works slow, slowly but progressively. And what happens, it paralyzes the neocortex, which is the thinking and reasoning part of the brain, and it hijacks the amygdala. So what meditation is doing? It is shrinking the amygdala so that you are less fearful. And once you are less fearful, you are able to, you know, put yourself into uncomfortable situation because, you know, to change is to put yourself in a situation which is hard 
which is challenging. So that is one benefit of meditation. Again, there are you know so many scientific explanations what meditation does. You know, the second reason, as you were talking before, that you know it gives you ideas. Yeah. Like from where the ideas are coming. Now, you know, our brain is divided into two hemispheres, right hemisphere and the left hemisphere. And the person who are left hemisphere, you know, they are more analytical, uh, analytical reasoning and logical. So they are good at maths and science. And the person who are using their right hemisphere, they are good at, you know, arts, philosophy, more intuitive. So what meditation does, that it has scientifically proven that it um, balances the corpus callosum, which is the nerve bundle connecting the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. And what it does, it makes you whole brainers. So generally what happens, you know, either we can write with the left hand or right hand. There are you know, nobody who can write with both the hands. Same thing with our brain. Either we can use the left side or the right side. Now doing meditation, you will be able to use both sides of the brain. Mm -hmm. You know, you are intuitive, you are rational, you are analytical, you are less fearful. It means, you know, it is making you much better. You are able to, you know, think clearly you are able to have you know more mental clarity once you have that mental clarity then only you can have the ideas which is coming in your way so you know these are the benefits you know which comes when you are doing meditation on a regular basis again you know i use myself as a guinea pig Mm -hmm. Sometimes I stop meditation for, you know, seven or eight days and see what effect is going to, to myself. And again, you know, if I don't do it for so many days, I come back to that state of, you know, restlessness. Mm -hmm. So meditation is not something that you have learned it and you can just leave it aside. You have to keep doing it. So you have to include it in your, you know, like you brush your teeth. You have to kind of doing it in the same way. You have to keep doing it. And then only you can see the benefits of meditation. And, you know, most of the people, you know, why they stop it? Because, you know, meditation is not something you can measure. It. Like, you know, when you go to a gym, you can, you know, do exercise. You don't see the benefit in a day or two. And, you know, even if you're doing exercise, after 30 days, you are able to see your biceps or, you know, those kind of things. Then only you can see it. But meditation, you cannot see it, but you can feel it. Yes. And that's what happened with me. I was able to feel it. But, you know, there is some changes which is happening inside me. And, you know, that's the reason I started, you know, doing more and more. And, you know, those are the changes, you know, which help me do and still do it. Because, you know, now I am kind of addicted to it because I have seen the benefits. Until and unless, you know, you have seen the benefits, you know, it's hard to do it. And once you have, you know, seen the benefits, it's hard mm -hmm. to stop it. So, yes, so it is hard to stop. Yes, it, is. <laughs> it is. I do it when I'm, I, I, uh, I hike about 40 miles a, a week. And that's a story all by itself. But it's getting to that point where... I can see the trees, the flowers, and everything I want to see. And then I sit down and it's like, ha, ah, you need to meditate. It's addictive. I'll, and in a good way, because yes. you find, so like, it's not magical. So ideas just don't come running here and there. But you do find that as you, you I process information differently and I can see the end a lot better than I could before. So things begin to happen and it is addictive. And when you go a couple of days without it, it's like, oh my God, I, I, I can't do any, I need to meditate, right? Sorry, I gotta meditate right here, you know? Yeah, it is. And the good thing about meditation, you can do it anywhere too. So for those of you who are listening, don't make it hard, okay? The app is really great used to help you through the process. It gives you some prompts and some guidance. But don't make it hard. Just meditate. Okay. 
and the app is great. It does most of the work for you. So all you need to do is cooperate with it. And even if you have to meditate and you feel like you know taking doubt with you, take that with you too. Meditation will work that out. You'll find out, like you said, you don't know what's happening until you miss a meditation, so to speak, you know? So it, it's really very helpful. Cool, cool, cool. So what's the next thing you would like to add to your app since you keep it evolving it? <laughs> um, yes, again, it's, it's a challenging uh, question. What else I can add? You know, I have added most of the features. Like, you know, I do have a blog page to give uh, knowledge because knowledge is power. Uh, means I cannot think about right now because, you know, I have live sessions for meditation, healthy eating. I have yoga classes. I have, you know, gratitude sessions. I have meditation music. I have workshops for, you know, meditation. So I have a lot of things right now. Uh, the only thing, you know, if you ask me, uh, frankly, is in how to promote it. You know, that's what I wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as those are listening, what you're actually hearing is that through meditation, all of this stuff started coming through and it keeps coming through and it keeps coming through and it keeps coming through. Because once you get your, once you can quiet the mind, you'll be surprised at just the ideas that you begin to get, just the things that come to you for you to do. And I don't, and I think maybe sometimes people are afraid of that, that if they uh, meditate too often, that they will get the ideas and they don't, they don't quite trust that they could uh, carry them out, but you'll be able to carry them out too, because all the instructions show up one way or the other. Uh, they don't show up all at once though. So I want people to know that. So you don't get all the answers right then. Um, you just kind of have to, as my mother would say, you just kind of have to play nice with it, you know? <laughs> okay. So where can they find your app? Those who would like to have your app, let them know where they can find it. So if anybody wants to download the free app, they can download it from the Play Store or the App Store. Again, it's completely free. And uh, once you are downloading the app, if any users want to download the free book, you know, they can get the link of the free book in the app in the blog section. So they can also get the free book. So. But if the users wanted to buy it, they can buy it from Amazon.com. I think I cannot put a lower price because, you know, that's the least I can sell in Amazon. It's $2.99. And uh, means if somebody wants it to buy it, you know, that's the least I can keep in Amazon. That's true. And Amazon, they do have those rules. Yes, they do. <laughs> So you guys run out and give a bestseller. The book's $2.99. So just 50 of you all run out and buy that book this week. And then that book will go to a bestseller. And that helps promote the app too. So what other tips in our last few minutes will you have for the viewers when it comes to the importance of meditation and the expectations that they have? You know, as Dalai Lama, the greatest Buddhist monk said, you know, start with 30 seconds. You know, just half a minute. And uh, if you see that 30 seconds is nothing. And you can build on that from 30 seconds to one minute, to five minutes, to 20 minutes. You know, 20 minutes is the recommended, you know, which I suggest to any of the listeners, if you can do it for 20 minutes, you know, that is something, you know, which will be helpful and which is the required amount of time which you needed to make your mind still. Um, again, you know, there are days, you know, where you will not feel as good. In spite of doing meditation, you know, 
like when I started it, some of the days it seems like you know I'm taking two steps backward rather than taking one step forward. You know, and it's very common to you know feel those kind of days, which is fine. But you know, keep doing it. You know, that's the you know roadmap, or that's the way you can build on anything that you have to keep working on whatever you know you are interested in you know if you're interested in meditation that's fine if you're not interested in meditation you know pick yoga or you can pick something like walking meditation or you can pick something like hiking again you know when you are hiking it's kind of a meditation uh -huh. you cannot think of you know anything else you know you're just thinking of the next steps and you're seeing you know the beauty of the nature, you know, that's again a way of meditating, being mindful of that present situation. So whatever, you know, fits your schedule, you know, start doing it, gradually build it, you know, don't try to do it for 30, you know, minutes one day and then stop it completely for a few days and again start it. It is not going to benefit you. You wanted to start anything in your life, you know, start it small and gradually build on. It can be exercise, it can be meditation, it can be, you know, your dreams or goals. You know, Rome is not built in a day, you know, it takes time, it takes efforts. But you have to be persistent, you know, that is the key word, you know, which I have found after you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of research, and, you know, Stephanie will definitely definitely agree with that. Persistence is something which is going to take you a long way in spite of, you know, you are not good at something. Right. Because you can become good in any field you want by being persistent. That is so true. Um well, we are about out of time. So I want to thank you for being here with me today. And I want to thank you for all that you have shared with the guests, because meditation is an easy step that everyone can take to start to change their lives. And for those of you listening, if you're not meditating, as you know, I need you to start meditating like now, five minutes, just five minutes. Okay. Just sit still five minutes and find a way that works for you. And this app will help you to find different ways that works for you. And you will be amazed within a short period of time how much your life will change. And the changes are going to be so subtle sometimes that you didn't even notice them until something happened that actually pointed it out to you and your attention. And that's the fun thing about meditation. Uh, you'll be really surprised. So it reduced my blood pressure. It helped me do a lot of other things that... Uh, I wanted to do some things I didn't even know I wanted to do them, but I'm doing them and I love them. So meditation will introduce you to yourself. So with that being said, I want to remind you all that may this day offer you just what you need in each unfolding moment. I want you to be inspired until further notice. Just celebrate everything. Do not go gently into that good night, but find a heel worth dying and take it. Be that person that you are waiting for and make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous and above all else, do it your way. I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, the empowerment doctor. And as I always say, life is too short to drink cheap champagne. Until next time, you guys just have a blast. Call it all good. Bye. And thank you for being my guest today, Sanji. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
short to drink cheap champagne. So I decided to buy me. 